You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. I've got my beautiful wife, Anna Tigre, with me tonight. We're going to do a podcast about... If we can. Yeah. The kids are all in the room with the TV. Yeah, we're trying to do a podcast. The kids, we put them, we got them all squared away, put them in in our room, put the TV on. They're they're in their happy nappers. If you know what a happy napper is, it's like a little sleeping bag, but it's all embellished with... Animals. Yeah, like if you're a shark, you get a shark happy napper. What kind of happy napper do you have, Terry? I just want one where I can sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Unencumbered. I'd get a I'd get a head uh, a a noise canceling headphone one. If you would be happy with that, yeah, I I could nap happily with that. We want to talk about uh, marriage. We want to talk about marriage. We've we've uh, we've been married now for I better get this right. 10 years. Oh my goodness. You got it right. 10 years. We're working on 11. Don't get, don't ask me dates. (laughs) Don't push your luck. Really? You remember the date. September 8th. See? Really? Terry. (laughs) Scored two in a row. What? I'm not even taking my ginkgo biloba either. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you though, I've been like, you know, I've been going to this, I'm taking a course. Uh, and it's through the church, and it's a degree program. So if I can, if I can make it to four years, I get a bachelor's degree. And you and, will. And on top of that, I've just look at you. You you thought you could never go to school, like you thought you. Oh, were... I thought I could get there. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if they'd want to keep me there. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a bar you have to reach, <laughs> and if you don't, then you're not welcome anymore. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I uh, I mean, it's been. You know that, so it's been DTC, and then there's lots of homework, right? There's pretty much homework. I try to do it at least five days a week, mm-hmm. and um, and then I my security business we kicked that off, and I've been subcontracting uh, work. I've been doing some personal protection stuff, and so that takes stuff me away that from you home. Can't talk about right, and, <laughs> and uh, but some of it's been out of town. I've been gone for days on end. And oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just in case you hadn't noticed, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's been it's been quite. I, I mean, since since August that yeah. Kwamein came back, and then you know from three back to four yeah. kids, which it's the most welcome kind of. And we always know, say that when work. Elaine gets here, that we're going to. Oh, okay, we're going to go on a date night. Yeah, but when she gets here, I usually first. First thing I do after I say hi to her is I go have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's our date night and a napping. <laughs> and then and then we it's always like okay there's all these things that we haven't done. Right. Because you know homeschooling for kids, running a business, you and, and running, running you and know, you running, running two business and Right, still running Blessed Bodywear. Oh by the way, this show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. Oh yeah. Hey, to mention you that. should be starting on that ginkgo again. <laughs> you to say that. Whatever I had there naturally just fizzled out, right? <laughs> uh, blessedbodywear.com, you just kicked off the strong shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of a cool shirt. Go Which, to blessedbodywear.com and you'll see the logo and the little story behind it. But mm-hmm. you know what? Isn't uh, marriage something that you have to be strong for? Well, and, and, and actually, that's a good point. This uh, I hadn't intended that, but that's a very good point. You yeah. know? 
and and it's um, going to DTC and and like we're very faithful at church, you know, and uh, because our church is a place where you really you learn, you know, you can't have, if you're going to go there, you're going to learn and you're going to grow. It's just the way it is. Absolutely. <clears throat> We've grown. My goodness. Yeah. And, but then I, I, I look at how before when we didn't, when our marriage didn't get the, the TLC that it, that it doesn't get now, we handle it very, very different before. Right. You know, whereas now we, um, we've learned to be more, I, I don't know, is intentional the right word? More intentional? Well, I, I, I think this, I think, and we were talking about that in our, in our group last night, you know, one thing is to, let's say, force yourself to act a certain way. And so when you're mad, it doesn't last long, right? When you're mad, you try to be kind, you know, or whatever. And I think it's different when, when you, when we've grown in our faith we learn that God comes first and marriage comes second, right. you know, and nothing can come before your marriage. And I was actually explaining that to the kids because they were all like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> they want to be first in everything, they, right? They want to be, no, they understand God is first, but they don't want to be, you know, yeah. third. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, I said, you guys, do you understand why, marriage has to come second i said because if marriage doesn't come second after god it doesn't last mummies and daddies don't stay together right and they're all like oh okay yeah you know and but that's that's the truth right you know is that i mean you might even stay married and stay together but you're not going to have a marriage and you know it's more of a partnership or um and so, and then the kids leave and you have nothing left, right? And so, so I think that the ways that we treat each other differently now in times that are in tough times, and we've been through a lot in the past year and a half, is because I think we truly been... started to put God first and right. marriage second and treating, treating it with the respect that he needs instead of like, you know, it's so easy to... Go, you go through tough times and the person that pays is the one closest to you, always. you know, always. always like you're still nice to your clients. You're still nice to everybody else. And then you come home and then, you know, your husband or your wife will or get, your kids. or your kids yeah. will get, you the know, short end of the, stick. the short end of the stick. And I think that that has been <clears throat> the difference for us is the more that we've grown in our faith, the, la the more we make sure that doesn't happen. Well, and, and, and what that equates to, what that walks out like is, uh, and I'm just, I'm just speaking from my own experience yeah. now, but, you know, learning what I have about, uh, about God, about the Holy Spirit, about the fruit of, of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, and, and uh, um, learning everything I have about being, what does being more Christ-like mean? You right. Because we're supposed to be like Christ, but, but what does that mean? You right. Know? And, uh, and understanding it better now, I find that my thoughts, when God is truly first in your life, mm -hmm. that what happens is you, you do what you do to please God. And then God, re in return, gives you the fruits of the Spirit, joy, peace, love, you know, uh, uh, gentleness, kindness. Uh, there's nine of them. I'm going to try to remember them all. Uh, Long-suffering, which is patience. Patience, yeah. Um, Self-control. 
I'm not sure if that's, I forgot all nine. Goodness, kindness, goodness and kindness. Yeah. Are you using your fingers? Because you should be counting Yeah, I just took my fingers. shoes off so I can. <laughs> but, uh, but those things come when you, and this is the thing. One of the, the, the important things that I learned is, is, you know, we go, okay, do I want to say something loving to Anna right now? No, I don't feel like that. So I'll wait until I feel like it. Then I'll say something loving. And the, and the truth is, is that, you don't have to feel like it. In fact, it's not a requirement. In fact, it's not, it's not something you're supposed to do. What you do is you get the feeling in doing that thing, right? that feeling of love. You know, when I, and it's true, you, you just do that when you do that thing, you know, like I, like there's, you know, okay. So I, been working a lot of night shifts and that's by my choice. And it's just so that I'm not away from you and the kids, you know, I, I go away at night and then, unless I'm out for a long stretch, but if, uh, the stuff that I've been doing locally is, uh, I go out at night and then I come home in the morning when everybody's up, I see them for a little bit. I have a sleep, you do homeschool and gym and all this stuff. So they don't even realize that I'm working. Right. You know, and it works a lot better because it's better for the family. It's, yeah. but, uh, and, and I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, but. Uh, so you come home tired. Well, I come home tired and, and I don't get a full eight hours sleep. And, and uh, you know, it's very, very easy to be annoyed and snap at kids. And don't you know that I'm working and I got to, you know, right. like this, you got to sleep last night, you know. It, it, that's not where their brains are at. And right. so I'm just looking at them and I just go to God and I go, okay, God give me the peace, give me the strength, you know? And what he's saying is just, okay, love on your kids. It's like, no, I want to, I want to chew them all out. (laughs) So I love on them and I get that peace. You know, as soon as I do, it's everybody's happy. And it's just like, ah, you know what? I'll be okay. And then, you know what? He always gets me through the next night. Right. And, um, or you'll find me an opportunity to sleep when I really, really need it. And, and so that's the thing is, no, you don't always feel like it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, you know, after doing a stretch of four or five, 12 hour night shifts right, and sleeping four hours a day, uh, no, I don't feel like rubbing your feet, you know, when I get home. But the thing of it is, is when I, when I do, <laughs> you know, in just in doing it, I feel so good. I get that joy. I get that peace. And there's so much closeness between you and I, there's so much more there. And, and I, I equate it to, to a bank account. You know, when you constantly make withdrawals and you don't make deposits, things don't work well. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And so what you have to do is you have to make those deposits. And, right. And then you, when you get the deposit, you know, that's when you get the reward is because you make the deposit. And, and when you live a busy life where most of us do, you mm-hmm. know, kids or no kids. Everybody's business, got a busy life. Everybody's, everybody's got a busy, busy life. And when you do, you know, you have to be intentional about the deposits, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's something that, you know, with, with, with the kids having, having four kids and being homeschooling all, all of them. So I wake up in the morning, you know, it's, it's my whole day. And at the end of the day, you've got kids, four kids, you've got kids, at least four kids, because if you get together with Aubrey or, or Natalie or somebody, it's a lot more kids. Right. Right. (laughs) Our play dates. Yeah. It's a full, but so at the end of the day, when they, when they lay down, sometimes I don't even feel like talking, you know, and it's, it's easy to just, you know, I'm going to have a shower. I want to be quiet. I I can't have anybody asking me a 
question, you know, I gave my all. But the thing is, is that if I act upon my feelings, well, pretty soon you and I have nothing to talk about. Like there's a distance and there's a wall there. But when I don't do that, and maybe I'll have a shower and then say, hey, you know, let's do something together. Let's talk or whatever. And all of a sudden we're laughing and, and then you're close again. And you know what? Like you said, God gives, gives you joy and peace and, you know, and then you're like having fun again. You're, you, you don't remember your day. Well, you, and you have that interaction. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, we got to be careful what we train each other to do. Right. You know, certainly, you know, if, if you're tired every day, I, I can understand that. And I just get used to going to bed and not bothering trying to connect with you and, you know, wait five minutes till you fall asleep. And then I'll put on something I want to watch and I'll fall asleep and I'll get up when I get up, you get up when you get up and, you know, you get used to that, you get used to that. And right. then you don't value, you don't think to be close when you have times, you know, how many times have we been in that situation where, okay, we're going to go out on a date night. Right. So we go on a date night and we got nothing. Okay. So the, we have a, a rule on date night, no business conversations, no kid conversations. Right. It's us. It's our time. And how many times have we driven and didn't have a word to say to each other? Couldn't think of a word to say. Right. And I'm sure, I mean, if you're listening to this, it, 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 I don't think it's just us. Right. You know, I, right. I think this is a very common thing. Is so it's something when we, real, when well, why? we realize Because every that conversation we have is business and kids. Right. That's business and Throughout kids. Throughout the it's, day. It's what we do yes. all the time. We, we don't take time to, you know, invest our time into something that, that might interest us. Because we don't have time. <laughs> right. We're certainly not going to talk about politics, right. you know, or the vaccine or, you know, you know, we get enough of that everywhere else. Right. So, so what is it, you know, what do you, and, and so it's a barometer of two things. One, what have you trained yourself to do or not to do? Mm-hmm. And number two is what are you not, you, you, what are you not putting into your life? There should be something there that's interesting you can share with somebody, right? Right. And so whether it's a conversation with a friend or which when, you when, did when or, we realized that that's when we started, we're like, okay, something is wrong. We got to, and now we're, you know, we've had really good dates after that. We actually had a little getaway, but, um, that was amazing. Like, yep. We laugh and you know, it's like, you feel like you're dating again and, and so you're like, wow, it's 100% connected to how much you invest well, and, and also thing, what like, you tell yourself. You know, people talk about falling out of love and, and I think what it is is you just learn to get by without having your needs met by that person. And when right. I say that, everybody thinks of sex right away. And obviously that's part of it, but it's, you know, like when I come back from four days, all I want to do is see my wife and kids. Right. You know, and then I walk through the door and the kids are upset and they're tired and you're tired and you're exhausted. You just want to go to bed and be left alone. Right. It's like, like oh. oh, that wasn't how I pictured it right. in my head. You yes. Know? In that misty, uh, you know, the, the slow motion movie I was playing in my head when I came home. Right. And so the thing is, is you just, you know, it affects how you feel. And, and, and the other side of that is, okay, well, what other people shouldn't do shouldn't affect you. Well, it does. Well, it Unless does. Unless you don't care about those and, people. And then how do you feel the times when you come home and they all drew you pictures and they, you right. know, colored 
they put a stuff on your wall. They put a, a paper chain up on my yes, wall exactly. and everybody drew pictures and taped right. it to my wall. You right, know? right. And so it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and you feel so good. And then, and then that snowballs because you want to do, you want, I want, let's get out and do something fun tomorrow. Exactly. You know? and, and, and when, when we do the other things, and I think the difference, so the difference for me, if I could go back to one fundamental thing, A, it's God, but by focusing on God, I'm not focusing on myself. Right. I'm not focusing on how you're coming up short, meeting my needs. Yes. You know, and then going back and, well, you were the one that wanted to have kids, you know, and, <laughs> and then placing blame. Right. You know, and, and creating this impossible situation where, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish from it? You want to beat somebody down. Right. So that you win, but you want this confident, strong, right. sexy person in your life that you're attracted Closeness, to. Closeness, yes. And, and you want to, you just beat them up. You just beat them up and they're quivering in the corner. Right. And, oh, well, you're not who I thought you were. It's like, <laughs> right. no, because of your mouth, you know? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And and on that note, you know, I found, <clears throat> excuse me, um, something really important, no matter, you know, if it's marriage, if it's um, motherhood, whatever it is, whoever you surround yourself with, has a huge effect on oh, how you time. feel and how you act. And if you surround yourself with being other couples, you know, or if you're you, your girlfriends that they just complain about their husbands, you know, or, or man that complain their friends complain about their wives or, or, you know, in motherhood, oh my kids i'm so tired i'm so just complaining complaining forgetting that you prayed for that mm -hmm. child you cried for that child for years i've cried and to what have did you think kids. it's gonna be you know you're acting like you're six years old well because i'm six years old right, right. <laughs> you know and it's like it's it's a treasure i just passed up an opportunity to you know to teach fitness they invited me to be a part of it and I just told my friend, I said, you know, I can't stretch myself so thin doing things that are my interest that I like, I want to treasure this time with my kids. Mm -hmm. It's not just because I have a lot to do with them, but I want them to get my best. Mm -hmm. I want to build memories because I'm going to blink and they're going to be teenagers and then they're going to be adults. And then I'm going to be crying because I wish they were six years old. And you're going to wish they called. And yeah, I wish she still had a relationship with her. right. And so I said, no, you know, I'm saying a lot more no's, and it's not because it's it's not a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. a good thing. I want to be with them. They're you know they're everything. And so it's the same thing with with my marriage. If I have a if I have a free night that I can get away, you better believe it's not going to be with my friends. <laughs> It's going to be with my husband. Right, right. 100%. Like, you know, I, I can meet for coffee. If I can make that happen, you know, I have my, 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 my friends that we meet and we have play dates with the kids. But on any night, like, no. Unless it's a schedule thing that, you know, you, you are busy with something and... I would have well, and these are choices you have to make, you know, like I, I we did. Oh, and we and did, it's not we, a sacrifice. It's like, that's no. what I want. You well, know? well it, it's, it, 
it's a sacrifice, but is it something you're willing to give up? Is it something you're willing to sacrifice? Right. And so I remember when we first became foster parents and we had Quamaine, you know, yeah. he was our, our one, right? Our first one. And then it was like, well, should we get more? And it's like, okay, well, because to have Quamaine, we had to give up a lot of things, a yes. lot of freedoms, but also a lot of options. Yep. And, uh, and so the next thing is, okay, well, if we have more, you know, it's going to get even more things we got to give up and, and, and I, I realize now, like like now we've got four. I, yeah. I could have ten. I like it's, right. we just gotta get a bigger van. Yeah. But other than that, it's you know, life is God, our marriage, our family, and business. And right. that's 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 a true representation of our time. Right. And the thing of it is is we have chosen to take this period in our life mm-hmm. to raise kids. Mm-hmm. Not to jump horses. Right. Not to be a scuba diving master, dive master. So if you raise one or ten, it's going to be the same amount of... Like you just, there's a lot of stuff, whether it's one or or ten, there's theoretically, and we had three, now we've got four, and might be more coming, who knows? Only Um, only God knows. Only God knows, but the thing is, is I I really like at this point, it's like four or ten, I really don't care. I care. I mean, but I, right. I don't, I could do more because it's not going to change it. But like whatever, whatever God gets the first chunk right. of everything and he's number one in everything. Then it's my marriage. Right. Then it's my kids. Yes. And then it's business. Right. right. Now business I have to do to take care of our kids in our future. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is, is the kids don't get shorted on anything. Right. You know, so whether it's one or it's four, right? Yeah, there's a lot more talking, a lot more balls. It's like juggling one ball or juggling four <laughs> balls. Yeah, right. your hands are a lot busier. Right. But the thing of it is, is that the concepts are still like, you know, homeschooling or going to the beach or yes, you know what I mean. It's all the same thing. Still living that life, and yeah. so it's just a hundred percent devotion. Well, not hundred percent, but you know, whatever allocation you you give your kids you're there for them 100 percent. yes and 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 i agree with you i mean we're we're bouncing all over the here but you know if you're complaining about your kids all the time complaining about what you don't have and complaining about your wife and complaining a complaint you don't enjoy anything right and you know what if you just stop it yep you know there's a there's a verse there's a verse in the bible here i'm going to pull it up here real quick well, anything that you talk about, like, you know, <clears throat> I used to talk to my clients when I was a trainer, you know, if you complain about your body all the time, it doesn't matter how much weight you lose, you're always going to dislike yourself. Right. You know, there's no, like, there's no perfection in anything. Like, if you, you, you can marry the love of your life, guess what? They're not going to be perfect. <laughs> right. Oh, and guess what? You are not perfect either. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so you have a choice to always put first the things that you love about that person. And then the things that annoy you are going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. This is Psalms 52 too. Your tongue devises destruction like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you know, you know, Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Well, yeah, they do hurt, you know, right. and that is that is where we can invite 
destruction into our lives yes. and into the lives of our family. Yes. Uh, and, and that destruction can go on for generations afterwards. Right. You know, you, our words are very, very powerful, mm-hmm. extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And I learned as a Christian that, you know, you can give a blessing to somebody and that's a powerful, powerful thing. Yes. And so our words are meant to edify, to lift people up. Even prophecy, when you give a prophecy to somebody, if you're given a prophecy, yeah. it's meant to edify. It's mostly right. to lift you up yes. and strengthen you. And and so we practice that now with our kids. And yes, we correct our kids. Right. Don't worry. Our kids get sorted out. You know, they yeah. have to be raised to be good, productive members of society. Uh, and and have healthy relationships and be successful in right. what they do. We want that for them, so we correct them and we teach them. But we always, you know, if they if they get punished, there's always repair immediately afterwards. It's never like is that a love? You did something not wrong. You're not of, a bad person, right? You know, that's that's the thing. And exactly. so we have to be very very cautious with what we say. Yes, I don't listen. Like when guys now, when guys complain about their wives, right? You know, I I. I, I'll say something, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, you picked her. You know, why did you pick her? Right. What do you love about her? Right. Tell me what you love about your wife. Right. You know, and right. then they'll, and then it's like, okay, well, that's what you need to dwell on. Right. You know, you got that. You know, yes. no one person is going to be everything, but nope. focus on what you got. Right. You know, and so the the tongue is so, so, so important. And also what we say to ourselves about our life and about our situation. Yes. And if you're focused on yourself, you will never be satisfied. There'll yes. never be enough money. There'll never right. be enough cars, boats, shopping trips. You know, I mean, Instagram is a colossal failure at lifting anybody up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, because you're going to look at somebody else, they're, they're putting out their thing, trying to make themselves feel good, mm-hmm. and, and they don't. That's why they have to put something out there. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, the, the next the, the next Snowballs. one just feels bad about it, right? Yes. And so it's just this, this toxic, toxic place, you know? And so how we talk to ourselves about ourselves and about our situation is a very, very important thing as well. Yes. Well, gratitude, right? It starts with gratitude. Yep. And we do that in prayer. You know, we, we don't just go to God and said, Oh, please, I want this. And I want this. I want to do, you know, it's, it's not that it's what's the first and foremost, you know, it's gratitude. Right. And you come with a, the more you talk about the things you're grateful for, I practice that with the kids. The more you talk about the things you're grateful for, the less you worry about what you don't have. Right. You know, that becomes very, very small because look at everything that we do have. You know, we just, I remember the kids were asking for something and we had driven to Orlando to spend, you know, a couple of days with them out there. And we drove by a family that was in a, on a street corner, you know, with a little baby and like that. And the kids had never seen it before. So husband and wife holding a, a little baby. Right. And, and were, asking for money. They were homeless asking for money. Right. And the kids are old enough to understand it, but they had never seen a, a family homeless. And so we talked about that. And it's like, you know, we need to be grateful for what we have, even though... Somebody else might have something different, you know, it doesn't matter. And, you know, if you're, if you're on that corner, you can still find something to be grateful for somebody that gave you money. So like, if you focus on that, you move up. Yeah. You, you're, you're just blessed with joy 
and a better life. And so gratitude, and it goes for your marriage. And the analogy you know? is this, I think, is, you know, you look at your look at your situation and and if I worked really, really hard and then I went and bought you something and what you did is complained about it and then you complained about the house you're living in and the car you got and stuff like that. You know, am I going to give you more stuff? No, because you're never going to be happy with it. Right. You know what I mean? And so, no, no I, if you can't be a good steward of what I've given you, I'm not going to give you more, right? And and essentially, it's with God. If we can't be grateful, and that's the thing, you know, putting God first, a huge part of that is gratitude. Can you hear those kids laughing? Yes, they are destroying <laughs> our room. I'm <laughs> terrified. We got them in our bedroom. I'm terrified to go in there and see what they're doing they're right now. They're just giggling. <laughs> so might as well let them have it. <laughs> You're going to have to clean something up. You might as well. <laughs> you know, when they laugh like that, I mean, we were totally off topic, but you know, when they laugh like that? Yeah. And they're, I don't know if you guys can hear them laughing, but they're laughing their heads off right now. I don't know how you can hear them, but uh, when they do that, I just, I want to be a kid again. I you know. know I it's enjoy it. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. We'll make the bed again. You know? <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's way past their bedtime too. Yeah. So. But uh, but you're right about gratitude. It's it's uh, it's giving thanks and and it's it's not a fake thing. When you start listing all the things you've got, I've got my sight. I've got my arms work, my yes. feet work, my legs work. I've got yes. a roof over my head. Literally, I can pay the bills. You yes. know, I can. I got clean clothes. I got a washing machine to clean. Like the list is endless. Right. And when you go down, it's it it's. I don't know what kind of person. You know, if you're that selfish that you can go down the list of everything you could you've got that you can be grateful for that that you would miss if it wasn't there. Right. And not feel thankful. Right. And still be selfish. You need to see somebody, right? You know, yes. you got a, you got a bigger problem than than I can fix. You know, that's <laughs> that's right. But uh, that's the thing. So I think you know, just to recap, it's you know, God first. Mm -hmm. You know, because it takes the focus off of you, and yes. and God promises so much for us. Yes, you know, He's gonna He's there to take care of us. He's our Father. When we give our life to Christ. You know, he's our father and he does take care of us. Mm -hmm. Now, don't confuse being taken care of with comfort. It's two very, very different things. That's true. You know, if you're an athlete like we are, our best workouts are the ones that we can hardly get out of the gym and we feel sick and it was horrible and blah, 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 blah. But those are the ones we want to have every time because those are the ones that give us progress. And life is the same way. Yeah. Well, if you think back, the hardest, most challenging parts of your life, those are the parts where you grow and get stronger every time. Yes. And so now, you know, it tells you in the Bible, invite trials for to make you stronger. I actually invite trials when something comes along. Just thank you, God. Right. Thank you for this difficulty. Thank you because I get better every time. Yeah. And I know he's just trying to promote me. And so God is... You're better than me because I'm still not grateful for those <laughs> trials. <laughs> I face them a lot better, but I'm always really relieved when we no, get but to you the know other what, side. It, no, but when a problem comes along, you don't dwell on it long. Yeah, no. You know, like you, you just roll with it and get on to the next thing, you know? Yes. And, and uh, so having God there is just, that's such a relief for me. I really do have that joy and peace. Yes. You know, I just don't, I don't get anxiety anymore. I don't, you know, I don't stay up all night worrying about stuff anymore. It's just gone because I know he's taking care of it. Right. You know? And, uh, and then the next thing is, you know, don't be grateful because it takes the focus off of you. Yes. And whatever hurts or you're missing or whatever, right? Yeah. 
And then the other thing is don't wait until you feel like doing something. Yep. Just do it because you'll get the feeling in doing it. Yep. You know, the loving somebody, mm-hmm. coming home and you're tired. It takes nothing to reach over and rub somebody's feet or tickle their back or give them a kiss and smile at them. Yep. You know, just tell them I really, really missed you. I'm tired, but man, oh man, I miss you. Yep. It, you know, why do you have to light into a, a you know, a half hour diatribe of everything you went through that day and how tired you are? Right. If you got that much energy, you can reach out and hug somebody. You right. know, it takes a lot less energy. So, yes. you know, train yourself not to have a perpetual pity party and train yourself not to be a victim. Yep. You know, gratitude when you're giving thanks for all the things that you have in your life, you can't feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't run down that list and then feel sorry for yourself right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. So anyway, I, I hope this helps. hope this helps everybody. It helps somebody. Yeah, it helps somebody. <laughs> um, we're going to be back. I think we could do this a little bit more often. We should try we to stop do it feeling sorry for ourselves <laughs> and started doing these podcasts. We put the kids in the bedroom and okay, we're gonna do these podcasts. Even though we're tired, we are. We're just very, very grateful that we get a chance to talk to you guys. So right. God bless. Blessbodywear.com. Check out the strong shirts. Got a hold on me. We're sitting, got a hold on me.